This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked me not to read an ad, so I'm just going to thank them for their constant friendship and support. Enjoy the show. I do my head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Hello, welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my friend Aisha Leverett, and she talks to me about her love of crime procedurals. Uh, It's not really my genre, which I think made it even more interesting for me uh, as a participant in the conversation because Aisha had such insightful things to say about uh, what it is that she likes about these shows, uh, how, you know, certain character archetypes are filled across the board, and uh, things that she uh, think uh, thinks had a limited shelf life because of their... Um, limitations and what they're bringing to the table and casting and things like that. It's super interesting conversation. She's really smart gal and I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I encourage you to check out a monthly show that Aisha has been recording for the last three months. Uh, the January edition sold out as I was so delighted to hear. It's called The Sipping Hour. I'm going to link uh, to the episodes in the notes, but if you want to just look up the sipping hour, uh, if you can find three episodes on SoundCloud, and there should be another one coming probably on February twelfth. So mark your calendar if you enjoy listening to those other episodes and enjoy listening to this and want to hear more from Aisha. She's a wonderful writer. She's a wonderful director. She's a wonderful person that I've had such a great time working with in the past. So. I think you're going to love this convo. Some quick plugs if you're listening to this on the week it is released. The Neurologs will be in Los Angeles on Thursday, January 26th, doing a sketch show at UCB Franklin at 8 p.m., whipping out some all-new material, and uh, we can't wait to put it in front of audiences there on Friday night. We will be at the uh, Nerdist showroom at Meltdown Comics, affectionately known as Nerd Melt, at 7 p.m., recording an episode of our podcast, Your Stories, with some great storytellers, a couple of whom have been past guests on this show. Pretty cool. Can't wait to see people out there. And uh, if if you live there, come give us a hello. If not, check out the Your Stories episode that we record after we post it. That's easy enough, right? Thank you so much for listening. Without any further ado, here is Aisha Leverett. Pull a Pete Holmes. Do you listen to it? I don't know what a Pete Do you listen to podcasts? I do. Yeah? Yeah. What are some of your choices? Uh, let's see. I just started listening to The Read, which is oh, amazing. I love The yeah. Read. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, it's just like... I, it's just so perfect. Yes, and I they love... like speak your heart, right? And then yeah. sometimes they say things that like I needed to hear, even though I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, no, I, I I love them. I that makes me so happy. I'm actually almost so I'm a if I really like the podcast, I'm a podcast completist. Mm. So I actually went all the way back into their archives. Oh and wow! Started at the <laughs> like I listen to a lot just because at work. Um, but I'm through June of last year. Oh my gosh. Like, I've listened to a lot of the read. Did you start from the beginning? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I might have a problem, but no. 
<laughs> I have also like I listen to so many podcasts that I've been like souring on them. The read mm. is one of the ones that I still am like devoted to. Um, but I've started listening to more audiobooks, which is probably good okay. for me. Um, but I'm so glad you Oh my god, I love it. the read. I just started listening to it. Um Somebody recommended uh, What's the Tea with uh, oh, RuPaul and Mich- Michelle Visage. I've heard of it. I'm going to yeah, jot it down. It's, it's really good. Um, if I had to make one recommendation mm-hmm. for a podcast, mm-hmm. um, and I actually, um, I think Tim Paul posted about this. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's My Dad Wrote a Porno. I've heard of this. It is amazing. I've heard it's amazing. It is, it's really just, I. it's just so, it's so funny and the thing that I like about it, because I can kind of relate to um, the guy situation, my mom isn't writing porn, huh, but she's huh. at that next phase in her life, and, like, she started painting and stuff. <gasps> and it's just, like, amazing because it's, like, this completely different person that I didn't know. That but, you never... Yeah, I mean, like, it was always there, and it kind of, like, explains some of my, I think, creativity and stuff. Oh, but that's awesome. That, like, yeah, like she retired. Um, she pulled a George W. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except like, you know, the whole not being like kind of a war criminal. Yeah, I was going to say, except for like all the other things that come along with being yeah, a George Yeah, she w. was a budget analyst. But, um, <laughs> That's so funny. But other than that, it, it's kind of And like, she's probably you know, a better artist than he is, let's be honest. Yeah, no, she's really good. And That's it's awesome. one of those things where you're just sort of like, wh- when did this happen? <laughs> I had a, you had that in you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> this whole time? Yeah, you kind of feel bad as a child like oh i'm pretty sure i was holding you back um but yeah so it's it's really funny and the sort of rapport between the three friends is is really great and the actual book um is is what you're listening to it and you're like i i'm pretty sure sex doesn't work that way oh my god (laughs) so do they how does it even work do they like read excerpts from it yeah kind of thing yeah they just kind of comment on it that sounds um, great. But yeah, it's like every... You're like the umpteenth person I know who's like... Oh, it's... Talked about how hilarious that show is. It's so good. And definitely like listen to the footnotes. Love um, it. With like, I think Elijah Wood did one. Michael no Sheen way. did one. Oh my um, God. And so it's like listening to other people talk about how much they like this podcast and like, who should we cast? In, like, the That's movie. so fun. Yeah, it's actually... Um, as far as like kind of growing... Like this, if you kind of come upon this wonderful piece of art and creativity yeah. and it's just like expanding it, it's actually like kind of impressive how they've expanded it as quickly as they have. Um, and it's still like every bit of it is still very enjoyable. That's really um, cool. Yeah. So um, my guess today is, do you mind if I use your your yeah. full name? I know you're like shady about this. I almost just said it yeah. without asking. Oh wow, no, that's cool. I've retired some of my other names. Can but... I bill you as uh, Miss Aisha Leverett when I post the sure. uh, episode? Um, yeah. Well, and then you know they'll just have good luck finding you otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Or like what you look exactly. like or anything like that. I, I didn't. Layers. I didn't want to blow up your spot without your permission. No, it's. <laughs> I I totally appreciate everybody in my life uh looking out for you yeah tolerating my mild paranoia oh i don't (laughs) even i respect it like i uh the guy that i've been dating for a long time has like not been on facebook basically at all for our whole relationship and i am mostly envious envious of it so anyone who keeps like even more you know more (laughs) of a separation of themselves 
uh, online than I have. I'm I'm more respect and like am jealous of the uh, capability of doing that. I mean, to me, it's like I really just don't see how people just put all their information out there. I mean, I see why. I mean, if everybody is doing it, then why sure. not? But I mean, there are some things that people do, and I'm just like. This is how the man is going to get you. Uh, <laughs> uh, like all those DNA things are just like, just spit into a cup and send it off. No. That's how they're going to build a robot. Oh, that my is God. You. That's how, that's how never, your Cylon happens. See, <laughs> I never thought about that. I need someone like you in my life being like, do not send, <laughs> pay like $50 no. to send your DNA into an organization that you have no concept of like, what they're doing. Who cares if you're 13% Scottish? Like, Oh my God, that's so true. Oh man, I've been so tempted. Well, part of it is because my dad's adopted, but I've been tempted to do stuff like yeah. that. Just because people fucking ask all the time. Yeah. Like, and they're like, oh, a little Irish one. And I'm like, man, I don't even know. So <laughs> I'm just going to get used to saying, I don't know and I don't really care. <laughs> In your case, I think it's actually like that would be interesting. You could probably do it through like a reputable lab or something. Yeah, you're probably right. Exactly. And if I wanted to know, then that's the way to do it. Something more reputable, not just like a here's a swab of my mouth. Right. Yeah. Do what you will. Wink. Yeah. Thanks, strangers. (laughs) I mean, speaking of which, like. Who knows how shady these people could be? What if there's like a huge crime like ring that's yeah. like gathering a bunch of people's DNA and like misplacing it? I feel like, you know, um, I've seen a couple episodes. I can't remember the last episode that I saw. It might have been. Of uh, the, the Law and Order? I'm trying to think. Was it a law? I think there was a Law and Order SVU where they manufactured someone's DNA. Oh my God. And like the way that they figured it out was like, it wasn't like a complete DNA strand. It was really just like manufactured enough. That makes a lot of sense because all they're doing is checking certain parts of the pattern. That's what they said. It was like the police only check X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. So if X, Y, and Z matches, Mm -hmm. then you're guilty of a crime. And we know how much juries like DNA evidence. So so. this was a beautifully perfect segue into the fact that Aisha's (laughs) going to be talking about crime shows or crime procedurals, I think is is what we settled on. Um, Mainly Law & Order, uh, as is evidenced by the beautiful (laughs) coffee table book she's brought with her. Um, yes. and that she sent me a picture of this morning <laughs> to reassure me that that was going to be yeah. her topic. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I have like an interesting relationship with a lot of this stuff, but first I- I'm sure a lot of that stuff, uh, will come up naturally, but, um, how, what was your entry point into loving shows like this? Where's the origin of this love? You know what? Honestly, I don't know if it's like so much a love of say like I like crime procedurals, although Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think like when I was thinking about it, since we were going to talk about it today, Mm -hmm. um, one theory could be like I know that I used to watch a lot of nighttime dramas with my mom growing up, you Mm -hmm. know, and so it was like I remember watching Dallas and like Falcon Crest and Dynasty and I'm totally like dating myself. Now, but it was like, you know, for a while, that was what was on TV. It was all like these sort of like nighttime soap operas. Sure. um, Before like, you know, there was a lot of reality television and things like that. Yeah. Before the networks realized 
people would watch trash and it was oh, sure. way cheaper yeah, to produce. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, everybody gets their 15 minutes. Right. Um, like, why are we paying writers? And yeah, exactly. And exactly. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah. So I think it's really just kind of like a love of kind of like scripted, like dramas. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, like, you know, watching TV with my mom and stuff. But that's so just, sweet. Yeah. So, um, she probably shouldn't have let me watch some of the stuff <laughs> and yeah. Crest and, and Dynasty. Um, but I think it kind of comes out of just like liking that type of storytelling, at least on television. You know? Sure. So, yeah. uh, but that's interesting, though, because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of those were more um, like uh, serialized, like. Especially, yeah. I think, you know, Dallas has, like, one of the most famous oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> cliffhangers of all time, whereas a lot of these other things um, that, like you described, <laughs> your anti-watches, uh, are the beauty of them is that they are episodic. Right. You, you get a whole story in an hour. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of, like, the other side of it would be just, like, my personal preference is... I do tend to like a story that kind of like beginning, middle, end, and we're done. Like There's I, so much to that. Yeah. Like, I remember I tried to watch Lost because I saw like the season finale and it was like, you know, when they used to show reruns the in the finale, summer. You yeah. Saw the- I saw season finale and <laughs> I was just like, huh. this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how this plays out. Oh, it starts next week. Well, I'll be here, you know, because I watch television live. I don't DVR. So I was like, I'll be here next week. And I was there next week. And it was just like, wait, they didn't answer any of the questions. I don't have time for this. So, so. you also, do you do like Game of Thrones? I did Game of Thrones for a while. I, I stopped watching Game of Thrones because I just got tired of watching people getting raped every week. Hell yeah. Um, but you love Law & Order SVU. <laughs> I've come around to Law & Order. Sorry, I called no, you No, out. no, no. I didn't watch uh, SVU in the beginning, actually. Interesting, because okay. Because it was really kind of like, I don't want to watch women get assaulted every week. And it was literally like... Every week, it was just some woman in the alley with her panties, like right. in a trash yeah, can. Yeah, that's or why that like, like surprised me because, um, yeah, I I watched a season of Game of Thrones and I was out for mostly the reasons that you talked about for Lost yeah. again. And with Lost, I watched like a season and a half, and I was just like, why does this take so long? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not gonna keep watching something just to find stuff out. Like, right, that's yeah. not why I watch something. Yeah, and I don't want to have to actively watch television all the time where it's like all these clues like um i was talking to my brother about westworld over right. the holidays another good example yeah of and like something that you hooks you because you're trying to figure it out right yeah and it's like it's i think it's like very good and mm-hmm. it's like very well acted i love jeffrey wright um anthony hopkins like my brother's like he's doing his anthony hopkins thing and right. it's amazing right 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 you know, they're like, kind of both jeffrey wright's kind of doing his jeffrey right. wright thing yeah. too yeah so it's like, i haven't even watched the whole thing but i've seen you know bits oh, and pieces it's so good but i'm just like i could literally watch every third episode of this like i can't watch every episode That's because so i really don't care about it i oh preach yes <laughs> i i relate to this so much yeah um so so, like, once you got on the Law and Order train, was that it? Like, was it like one of those things where you'd just be at home and throw on a rerun? Well, when I started watching Law and Order, like back in nineteen, blah, 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 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, show's been on the air a long time. Oh my gosh! Like, I, I well, I will say I started watching it right about the time that um, I think it won the Emmy for best drama. So okay, that, like you know go to your internets and figure out <laughs> when that was. It could have still been a thing that you sh- shouldn't have been watching at your age. You know what well, I mean? I was in high school. So I think like, um, again, I keep That's giving reasonable. you clues. Um, uh-huh. But <laughs> it, it, it wasn't the way that it is now. It really was just like every week, you know. So you didn't like, I mean, there were, um, I think like maybe on TNT or something, um, they might have had like Law and Order marathons, but it wasn't the way that it is now where, where it's pretty much like every other channel. Right. Yeah. So it was like you'd have to watch it like every single week. And if you had cable, then maybe like on and it would be like a special occasion. You right. Know? It would be like New Year's Day or yes. like 4th of July, Law right. and Order and stuff. And I would be like, yeah, you know. Got it. I'm going to okay. sit at home and watch like 12 hours of Law yes. and Order. So. Yes, because that would predate the ability to just like throw an episode on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah before I, I'm sure they sold it to everybody. Right. Um, right. To get that syndication money. And oh, stuff. yeah. I mean, I can't imagine what some of those actors are uh, able to make and like god bless dick wolf for giving people work because he's doing the same thing in chicago that he did in new york yeah and like god bless him you know my friend jimmy has already been on uh chicago pd and he's gonna audition for something for chicago justice so it's like good you know yeah get, get it totally. get this talented dude some work <laughs> yeah it's funny like a friend of mine she has been on a law and order episode but she's also been on a i think she was on chicago fire that's amazing and i, I was i remember talking to her about it, i was just like so is it okay that, and i think she might be doing chicago justice um but it's like so can you like, yeah is that your character's sister right <laughs> but i mean when you watch like old episodes of Law and Order, you see like people have played like many different worlds mm-hmm. within yeah. the universe and stuff. I had someone so. recently talk about Doctor Who and he said like in retrospect he realized that there were some actors who were on it like three oh, or four times sure. over the course of their, because basically like a British Dick Wolf show in the <laughs> sense that like it's just giving people work. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was watching, um, I was watching it recently, like maybe a few months ago and there was this lady, um, and I can't remember the actress's name, but I remember looking it up on IMDb because she has literally played a maid on Law and Order like four or five times. That's so funny. <laughs> it's just like I guess it, they just like call it. We need a maid. And That's she just so comes in. funny. And it's listed on your IMDb like four episodes, yeah. and then it just says as it doesn't even have to like put a comma after no. each character. Law and Order maid. Maid. <laughs> and it was it was because I think it was a marathon. I was just like, wait a second. <laughs> that's phenomenal man that's so yeah, good she's employed. i mean it's probably good to get in front of dick wolf like if yeah. you're an actor you want to find him and just be like i can play a body mm-hmm. i can play a da like what do you need uh-huh. i can do it <laughs> so. have you ever seen uh and if you haven't then before we go i'm gonna have to pull it up on like netflix or something and and find the scene uh there's an SNL sketch when Jake Gyllenhaal was the host and Amy Poehler was playing a woman who was leading a um, a Law and Order uh, three-line extra workshop. <laughs> it is I have to look that up. <laughs> phenomenal. Like it's we, my friend Stephanie and I quote it all the time. 
because she basically like mm-hmm. she's like rule number one never stop moving <laughs> so, so she, it's you will die so she'll like act like she's picking right. up a baby okay 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 uh she'll like acts like she's picking up a baby and putting it down and like delivering her lines mm-hmm. as she's doing it and then she has jake jill hall come up and like move a bunch of boxes mm-hmm. um but there's a they when there's one um a uh, moment in it where someone calls scene and she like faints. <laughs> She's like, I'm back. I'm back. It's good to be back. And I cannot fathom, like if we find that so funny, just as like, you know, people who know yeah. this show and what it's like, I can't fathom how well that would play in New York. You oh know, like the New York acting community yeah. watching that and just being like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, it's like what the Californians was sure. for like everyone who lived in sure. LA. It's just this like such specific thing. But the beauty of it is that anyone who's watched the show oh, can relate to it as yeah. well. Yeah. I think about that all the time when I think of Honor. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think makes. A great app. Like when you're mm. sitting down for a marathon <laughs> and one starts and you're like, oh, I love this one. <laughs> uh, well, first, you want to get a good cast. Love it. So um, my favorite Law & Order, I guess, amalgamation or mm-hmm. whatever mix is you definitely want your Lenny Briscoe. Okay. Rest in peace. Jerry Aww. Orbach. Yeah. That's I mean, right. I still like when I watch old episodes of Law & Order, I'm just like did we do enough to save him? <laughs> like, but I know he, he died of, like, I think, like, um, a form of cancer. I'm not sure which one. Um, so you want Jerry Orbach. Uh, you want Benjamin Bratt. Yes. You want the eye candy. Love the bee Bratt. Um, if you can't get him, Chris Noth will do in a pinch. Um, <laughs> Chris what? No. Yeah, he'll do in a pinch. Uh, <laughs> it's an emergency. Uh, eye candy. I feel like we could give each person, like, you know, it's kind of like a a Star Trek thing where it's like, who's your ideal captain? Right. Who's yeah. your ideal like engineer? You know. Yeah. So you want him? Um, I am partial to Angie Harmon. Ooh. Because, yeah. Like I know. Surprise, surprise. Um, but maybe it's the whole like Southern thing. But yeah, I yeah. get that. But what was so crazy about her character was she just basically wanted to like death penalty everybody that's so funny <laughs> you're, just, you're like is this a death penalty crime? that's so fun funny but yeah she was basically like very much i don't care because i think like um like one thing about the show is that like it definitely reflects like changes in the law so i think when she was on there i think the death penalty was on the table in new york but i think like Since- other parts in the series like death penalty might not have been available or something. But, that's um, really interesting. I didn't. Yeah. Think, I mean, ripped from the headlines, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, that's really interesting. Yeah. I didn't think about, uh, especially because of how long it's been on the air. Right. Those kind of like fluctuating. Oh my god! It's crazy to watch like old episodes and see, like, oh, police procedure has changed a lot. Oh <laughs> god! Know? I can't imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and they're like you know verdicts that you're like i don't think that verdict would happen interesting today or at the very least like even if it's like legally not sound it's just not good television you know wow like um like there was one episode i remember i, I saw recently and it was um i think it was a black basketball player and he i, I can't remember who he killed but it was a white person and the defense was that um 
as a black person, he had uh, a higher fear of the police because of like police brutality and things like that, you know, which today, obviously, we'd be like, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, you yeah. Know? And my I, eyes got wide because I was like, yeah, preach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and I think like there have been rulings on this saying like, yes, this is like, you know, if a black person have. runs. You're right. Police, mm-hmm. That's a, that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not necessarily an yeah. indication of guilt. Like that's an actual. You're right. Like, yeah. Like within the last year or so, right. there was a. I don't know if it was a, a federal court ruling, if it was a more local thing, but yeah, there yeah. there totally was a, totally a ruling like that. But on the Law and Order episode, he was still found guilty. <sighs> and like back then, I'm sure it was like, well, you know, if you do the crime, then you gotta do. The yeah. Crime. Whereas now, you would be like, well, actually, <laughs> like. If he did actually, you know, run because he felt threatened right, yeah. by the police. Like, this is that this might be self-defense. This might not actually be, like, you know, manslaughter or what, murder or whatever. Right. I'm assuming it was murder, maybe. That's but, interesting. So, yeah, and, like, how they treat suspects and how they talk to, you know, like, witnesses. and Like, just little things like that. You're just like, you could never, you know, yeah. do that Yeah, it's today. like, we, you know, I feel like things like making a murder like the documentary uh crime wave i guess i'll say has had a lot of an effect on that Mm -hmm. too i feel totally yeah it's like no you can't bully a teenager into making stuff up (laughs) yeah because as we've seen relatively recently Mm -hmm. he will get off like who knows if poor old steve avery will ever get out but uh that's a uh, the guy making a murderer but like the pre- the 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 biggest piece of evidence that they had in the case was that his nephew who was from the documentary pretty obviously like if not it had at least a learning disability if mm. not like even more serious uh uh you know mental disabilities than that and he was essentially coached in, in, in oh. and and bullied into you know well if this happened what would it look like sure and so he was like drawing pictures of a murder right. that he did not see right. is is what you're you're shown wow um but he was also had to go to jail and he just got out recently. That was like a huge news story for mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. who had watched the show. But the uncle is still in jail. And like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's like you said, there's this fascination and obsession with DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I <laughs> I don't know how much, uh, especially shows like CSI have yeah. helped with that. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, I used to, like, my first job out of college was working at a legal consulting firm. I think I knew that you had some kind of, like, actual legal background. Yeah, I mean, like, barely. I mean, I was designing courtroom exhibits, um, and we were doing, like, actually a lot of defense work um, for, like, uh, mesothelioma cases. Oh, wow. um, Yeah, so it was really, like, um, not, like, criminal law. It was, uh, I guess, like civil torts maybe or something i think you're i think that would be right yeah yeah so um and then like after that job i worked um at another legal consulting firm and uh they they actually did like a lot of um like criminal cases and uh so we had a case (laughs) i don't even know i probably shouldn't talk about this but we had a case where dna was um at the the scene of the crime or whatever um, but the defendant, uh, their theory was that the DNA was taken 
from them. I won't say how because I don't know how many details of this case. I sure. really, I think, I mean, it's it's a public case. You can find that's it. A, but. That's a factor in making a murderer as well. Yeah. They, they find that, uh, you know, blood tube evidence was like tampered with. Right. And the, it, there's a question of like whether the sheriff's department like had a hand in, right. in like planting evidence. Well, this like the person who was accused of this crime, they contended that the person who was accusing them had stolen their DNA from like something a that, cup or yeah exactly and or it's like because it's not hard <laughs> yeah and so like we leave it everywhere <laughs> right exactly and so it's one of those things where it's like because juries latch onto that you know it's kind of like you have to come up with all these like you have to be, be prepared to counter that you can't like just let it go yeah I mean that's you're, you're innocent or you you profess your Innocence, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, case in point, though, because, you know, we're just talking about like, well, it's not hard, you know, somebody could do that to you. And it's like, but when there's a professional attorney, you know, trying to sway a jury into, you know, going like, why would this be here? Right, exactly. If exactly. it wasn't for this, right. as opposed to the jury member being like, well, you know, they did know one another. Right. It could have been that he just exactly. rode in his car on exactly. another day. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do think it's interesting, like, all these uh, shows, like, we probably all have this very kind of, like, incomplete basic knowledge of the law. That is <laughs> too true. You know, and, like, even having worked in, like, the legal field in, like, kind of a sort of, like, tangential capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel like, I mean, I could defend myself, like, you know, even after watching like 20 years of Law and Order and designing courtroom exhibits. But I do think that people walk around like thinking that they know like, yes. how the justice system works. And it's really, I totally like, agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I have uh, uh, some working knowledge of certain aspects of forensic chemistry because we train lawyers. Mm. Um, how parts of it work, and even then, it's still like, you know, they they'll do, uh, you know, an hours long, uh, what's it, cross examination, mm-hmm. like a you know a faux cross examination, yeah. and I can't fathom that, you know, like I could never be an expert on the stand or no. something like that, and it's like, then the other aspect of that is that we expect cops to be able to do that Mm -hmm. and that's just one aspect of their training yeah yeah whereas the process you know the attorneys are literally professionals like that is their only job (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's i i honestly would never i don't want to say i would never want to be on a jury but it would probably like terrify me to be on a jury i agree knowing what i how like Knowing what people do to, yeah. like, you know. Manipulate. Yeah. I mean, I was called once <laughs> for jury duty. And it was it was a um, a child molestation case. And the uh, accuser was, I think the accuser was maybe six or something. And she was accusing him of a crime, like, when she was four. And the defendant was in the courtroom. And they were just like, okay, so based on, because they gave us the facts of the case and he's like based on the facts of the case who thinks he's guilty and I was like yes and it wasn't you know because 
Um, I mean, they basically just described the case, but I was like, this guy looks shady. Right. And yeah, so it, it's just one of those things. But like, that's part of how they have to vet right. things yeah. because it's like if you only know this amount of information and you already have this like oh, preconceived totally. notion. Totally. Yeah. Good and, idea raising the hands. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, I know, because I know enough, it's like, I'm scared to do it and I wouldn't want to send somebody away to be like a part of it right based on like my prejudices and my belief that that guy looks guilty right um so it's it's really like the law is like kind of kind of yeah. scary the jury of your peers is such a like i feel like we don't think about the you know man of the actual manifestation yeah. or something like that um i honestly have not watched that much law and order in my time it was, makes me so sad. It was just never my show. Like if I, I, the aforementioned CSI was <laughs> like I, I screamed through the the original <laughs> cast of that. Like I, I literally started falling off once. Like you know, Gil Grissom and Sarah Seidel and uh, oh, Catherine Willows. Once they started leaving the show, um, I can't even. I don't remember the actual uh, actors names for the women obviously Gil Grissom is uh William Peterson because he's my boy um <laughs> I I fell off after that and we're talking like almost 10 seasons in like they yeah. did a ton with yeah, that original yeah, yeah. cast but I I didn't keep up with it after that like I never watched CSI that much like I I did watch <clears throat> CSI Miami like in reruns really because I I definitely feel like it's just a Bang up show, Horatio. Yeah, was oh. the <laughs> that show? <laughs> yeah, and like everybody's at a crime scene in like push up bras and six inch yes. heels in Miami. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And everybody's wearing colorful clothes because it's Miami. Yeah, and you're just like, I don't know. I don't think this is how crime scenes look. That's so true. It was like every crime was people who had been at the beach. Right. As though there were like no other people yeah, in Miami. Like, like, oh, this model got murdered on the catwalk. Or, you know? yeah, <laughs> they were all like boat crimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a CSI, CSI boat crime. CSI boat crimes. <laughs> but like, honestly, I never watched CSI because I felt like it, this is such, like, this is a more salacious Law & Order. Like, Law & Order is classy. Yeah, yes, I could see us. I would show like, you know, like wounds and stuff. Very true. Pretty and, gruesome. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, whereas, yeah. Whereas Law and Order would just be like, you know, you'd see a leg sticking out from a dumpster. It was like, sh uh, tell don't show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that's a shame. It's like you could imagine <laughs> what that looked like. You would say, oh, yeah. she got bashed in the head, and you're like, oh. Whereas Which is also like, a little bit of a difference between uh, original and. SVU. Yeah, I think SVU like definitely got a lot more like um, salacious and like titillating. What is it with stuff. that that first spinoff of these shows? I mean, I guess they're just like trying to you know heighten Hook, yeah. and stuff. You know, whereas like I feel like the original recipe is just like this is solid. It's like you know we find a body. Yeah. How many? I mean, are they still making new? Law and Order original recipe went off the air in the last few years. Yeah, um, I can't remember when it went off, but, but still, it was forever. Oh my gosh! It, and it was like if it ain't broke, <laughs> right? You know, and there were, I remember when it went off the air. Like there were a couple. I think it was like maybe Thirty Rock 
and Parks and Rec, they both made jokes about like, why would you cancel on order? Yes, like, I think you're crazy. right. Yes, I think you're right. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, because it, it really is. It's just like one of those shows because they're all, there's always going to be crime. So especially for a show that is like, quote unquote, ripped from the headlines, you're always going to have stories to tell. Um, but I guess it wasn't doing as well as probably, say, CSI. Or- sure. Or even, you know, like NCIS, I oh. feel like is a... I love NCIS. <laughs> I know. Like, I can't say this enough. I watch the same shows as your auntie. That's my dad's favorite show. It's so good. He's literally told me that before. It's like, oh my God. It's it's just so like for like your dad. I mm-hmm. mean, it's like you have this sort of like middle-aged protagonist mm-hmm. and he's like always right and he, he's a man of few words and right. stuff and like everything around him is changing. What's that character's but, name? Uh, Leroy Jethro Gibbs. Gibbs. <laughs> she gave me the full name. I was looking for Gibbs and she gave me all three names. Oh I mean, my God. That's a pretty solid name. Uh, <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, but I mean, he's just like, you know, he he is definitely, I guess, like the audience's sort of like surrogate. Um, yeah, especially when you consider, yeah. like you said, my dad's watching it. Oh yeah, it's it's your dad. It's like me and like your nana and stuff. <laughs> 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 but I mean, it's one of those shows I like it, and I'm sure I've said this to other people before. It's just like America wins, and I just like that. Sure, you know, justice. Like, yeah, like no matter what, it's always like. America's going to be just fine, guys. And we just have to follow this, like, white male to, like, <laughs> He's going to save us all. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is. It's like, yeah. he's always right and stuff. And, like, that is, to- that's really funny, though, to touch on the idea that, like, most of these shows are a protagonist who's like super set in their ways and everyone else trying to like oh, talk totally. them out of being set super set in their ways. Totally. It's like, especially like on your CBS shows, it's like, you Oh yeah. Your white male protagonist. You have like a youngish kind of good looking ish guy. Um, you have like a quirky person. Yes. Like, the you know. Paula. Per- yeah. 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 Or like on criminal minds, it's, um, Garcia, I can't remember the actress's name. There's also um, the like cute nerdy one. Yeah, like, the, usually yeah. a male character, right, yeah. which is always my mom's favorite character. Because <laughs> um, they're kind of boyish. It's, it's sort yes. of like this character that you want to mother. So like a criminal yes. minds oh. is Doctor Reed. Yes, um, that is spot on. Yeah, so it's just sort of like this kind of like. Oh, he's like so smart. He can't even help himself. And right? Stuff. Like, would you like pie? Like he's oh, that kid. You that's know? so accurate. Yeah, and then like um, now, and they've done this on NCIS because uh, Wilmer Valderrama has joined the cast, oh. <laughs> which is like, <laughs> um, which is so strange. Says for those of you. <laughs> Who may be forgetting the smash hit that 70s show, <laughs> Fez, yes. is someone we're supposed to take seriously right. on, what'd you say? What NCIS. show? NCIS. On, on the Ridge? Yeah, original. Okay. NCIS, yeah. He's like, you know. Cause there, is there one spinoff or two Oh, no, there's LA, off, right? I think, with LL Cool J and um, 
Robin from yes, Batman. Chris O'Donnell. Something. Yeah, yeah. So Ooh, there's that I hope one. that's right. I thought that's what it was, and then you said Robin, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and I think that show has two nerds. Really? On yeah, they're Whoa. like nerds, but they're like above average in attractiveness. Of course they are. Yeah, they always like, are. I think they just put glasses on him. Yeah, right. And now he's a Reverse, nerd. she's all that. <laughs> right, exactly. So that show is like two nerds. Um, there's also New Orleans, which features Scott Bakula in a terrible uh, New Orleans accent. And you're just like, Oh my God, he does an accent. Yeah, I think they've moderated it a little bit because like, it's very... It back. Yeah, because it's just like, oh, laissez-les bons en roulé. <laughs> Bacula, no. no. Take a quantum leap yeah, back exactly. into not having that accent. Leap home. Leap home. <laughs> Scott Back's leap home. Yeah, so there's that one. And is there another one? There very well may be. There's, there's been what? Four, uh, four CSIs? There's CSI. CSI. Miami. And then... That one was in Las Vegas, right? Yes. And then there was the New York one. New York. And then there was Miami. Isn't there CSI Cyber? Yes. Okay, that one got canceled, but that was my favorite one. It did get canceled. See, I was actually intrigued by that idea because I feel like that's relatively uncovered ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was like... For me, like a paranoid person, it was just like, yes, finally. That's what I was thinking. Getting the word out about the computer is killing you. See, that's why I brought it up because I was like, that must have been your jam. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so great. But the best part was like Patricia Arquette was like the head of the cyber division, but she knew nothing about computers. Oh, it no. Because I was going to ask who the cast was on that. And that's you oh know, my God. It was anchored crazy. around Patricia. Because it was like the whole backstory was like she was the psychologist who I think got hacked. And it's like, so we make her head of the cyber division? Oh, like, boy. This doesn't seem like a good idea. And so every episode was her like having somebody explain the computers to her. Because they would be like. Again, audience surrogate. Right. <laughs> audience surrogate. Those CBSers don't know how computers work. It was just so crazy because it's like, you mean the computer can take a picture of me. <laughs> just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine if your auntie watched, like, Black Mirror? <laughs> like, have you watched any Black Mirror? I know of it. So Black I Mirror, imagine. Yeah. Black Mirror is basically like, here's this technology that we're, like, a step away from right. having. And here's how if it would affect one person's life in the most miserable way you can possibly imagine. Awesome. It's an absolutely incredible show. A genuine oof. You might have to like watch it and take some breaks as someone who's like paranoid about this kind of stuff already. <laughs> but it's a whole, you know, it's kind of like a Twilight Zone type thing. It's sure. a whole story in one episode. It's phenomenal television. But yeah, if we're having to like spoon feed CSI cyber to people via Patricia Arquette, then they'd be so lost watching an episode of yeah, it was really like kind of basic like if you have a smartphone like most of the things you would know that a computer can do um but it really was every week just be mm-hmm. like you mean that and then like little bow wow would just be like little yeah. bow wow yeah little bow wow was on it i didn't know that yeah he was on there he was like um 
a black hat hacker, I think, oh. that had turned like white hat to like commute his sentence or something. I see. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, yeah. No, that's this is, real. Like, you know, we can say what we will, but this is all based in like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was and then Ted Danson showed up. Oh my god. Because he's Ted Danson. I do love t- I legit when I saw that Ted Danson was on CSI's I don't know. I said multiple because I, I don't. I think he's he was original recipe. Um, I was like, oof, I might have to jump back into CSI. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Ted Danson. No, it's he's one of those people where you're just like, some people should always be on TV. Yeah, yes, and it seems <laughs> like he gets a lot of work. Still, yeah, yeah. So with good reason. Yeah, like totally. Did you ever watch the HBO show Bored to Death? I think I watched like two episodes because I like um, what's its face Jason Schwartzman yeah it was, see, it was Jason Schwartzman Zach Galifianakis and Ted Danson I, I got interesting combination right <laughs> and I got into I, I bought in because of probably because of Zach Galifianakis mm-hmm. but I also enjoy uh, Schwartzman and I'll be damned if the thing I didn't take away from that show was Oh my God, Ted Danson is amazing. Like <laughs> he he stole the show away from these two mm-hmm. like like you know it, the king of like Wes Anderson films right. and like the king of blockbuster comedies. Sure, yeah, it, I was like blown away. I, I will never doubt his abilities again. No, I mean, you kind of forget like, especially I think, kind of bringing it back to like Law and Order is like. I don't know if like acting is different, but it just seems like when you watch older television shows, it's like these people are sort of like very well trained and they're they're very good at like, you know, being Ted Danson or being like Sam Waterston or something like sure. that, you know? Um so it's just like now everything's so like flashy and fast and stuff that you sure. don't have to have the ability to sort of like I can be quiet in this scene and have everybody look at me and stuff. When you're talking about these like episodic shows, I agree with you. Yeah. 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 I I think uh, like if you're talking about like a Breaking Bad or something like that, you know, that's a different conversation. But I agree with you. That's cable. I feel like that's a whole different type of like. That's like cinematic television. You're totally right. Like broadcast, just like you're totally right. Once a week, I just want to watch this. It's and... like the kind of show that could hire Bow Out and right. get away with it, because <laughs> it's like, what does his filmography look like? I don't uh, know, like a... Was he in Roll Bounce? <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't laugh at Roll Bounce. <laughs> I enjoyed Roll Bounce when I saw it, I think, on a school bus. <laughs> it's one of those movies, like, I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but I could tell you nothing about it. Same. So. I yeah. mean, I just took a stab at the fact that Bow Wow was in it. Sure, he has, like, music videos under his belt. And, yeah. You know, like, looking at a lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, dang. I don't know. <laughs> he had me when, uh, when his first album came out, which I believe was called Beware of Dog. <laughs> That was one of the first CDs I purchased with my own money. That's real. Wow. <laughs> Our lives are very different. I mean, from, I'm just a little younger. Yeah, just, just a barely. little bit. Just by a skosh. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Wow. See, we just, we, <laughs> we, we went off to course. the races. I know. We've it was a, I mean, we're still talking about Bow Wow. And he's 
put some time in on CSI Cyber. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to go back to uh, Law and Order original recipe. Okay. You love a Jerry Orbach. You love oh, a, yeah. a Ben Bratt. You oh, yeah. love an Angie Harmon. Yeah. Um, as these kinds of, you know, and we kind of started talking about other aspects of this that I felt when we were assembling this list. You know, you have your eye candy. You have this. Uh, what characters do you, I mean, you mentioned you think that your Angie Harmon love was like a Southern thing. Define yourself. Where's the Aisha surrogate, I guess? You know, I think, honestly, it's more that there isn't an Aisha surrogate. So it's like I can watch all these like crime shows because none of this stuff happens to like, I mean, black people don't get killed in a crazy way. <laughs> like I can watch Criminal Minds because like we don't get killed by serial killers and stuff. There was one episode where. That is so funny. Yeah. So it's just like. It's um, total escapism. Yeah. Like. I, that is so funny. Nobody's going to like, you know, like rape me because I'm blonde and I remind them of somebody. <laughs> like right. that's not going to happen. Right. But there was one episode of Criminal Minds where they um they were talking to this lady and she was like a plus size, fair skinned black woman living by herself. And I'm just like, oh, not no. that I live by myself. But <laughs> she was like, you know, on the phone and she's like, oh yeah, I got this note because the killer was like sending notes to people. And they were they were like, oh get out of the house. She's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yay, I live. But oh. then the killer found no. her. <laughs> what did they what did they reveal when they went inside the criminal's mind? What? <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's how those episodes end. <laughs> Honestly, with that one I don't remember. I think I was so traumatized. At my like that avatar's you, like, death, out. yeah. But um, oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, so. the idea that like you can watch it because it doesn't affect you. Yeah, I don't live in New York, like, right? Um, like I said, I'm I'm not like you know, knock on wood, I'm not the typical sort of like crime victim on these shows, right? So it really is just like I mean, I'm not um. Like, a famous person, because, you know, they'll have the ones where, like, the famous people kill somebody. Right. Or, like, the best ones are when rich people, and they have to, like, go into this rarefied world where everybody's, like, hiding everything. And, like, yes. very, like, polite but mean to detectives. That's so funny. I do feel like that was a big thing on Las Vegas, because it was, like, it was all these high rollers. Mm-hmm. Or CSI Las Vegas. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it would be, like, I remember one where, like, they were a bunch of people like in a dance club and they found a body of this like you know gorgeous model woman who had someone's stiletto had like stabbed through her (laughs) neck and they were like well we gotta find who you know we gotta find Cinderella or whatever it was (laughs) you know and then they like find the stiletto and they spray it and she's Mm -hmm. like I didn't do it I just stepped on someone who was already on the floor and then they had to like do a toxicology report and found out she got drugged and blah 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 but that was definitely like a big Las Vegas thing was that I totally agree with you was a total degree of separation from my life. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't think like I can count on one hand, probably the times that the victim has been like a black woman, um, that I can like remember, you Mm -hmm. know, and I felt like 
there was some sort of like, oh, we are similar in some way. So this is kind of like making me nervous. But so it's like um, the one place you're okay with less representation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As far as like me being on able to side, watch it on like, that side of the equation, on you know, a regular basis. Maybe maybe throw some women of color, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, in the courtroom, right? Uh, like yeah. <laughs> trying to talk people, like being lawyers and stuff. Yeah, like that part's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like I think like. You know, like you look back at Law and Order, and there have been so many like actors and actresses. Like, I, there was one recently I watched, and Viola Davis was like, an oh, attorney cool, on there. So it's like, yeah, if we're doing that, that's cool. Yeah, but I don't want to be like the a, victim. Yeah, you know, like it's, I, it's like you're already the victim. Yeah, plenty. like yeah. life is, you know, I'm a victim law and life. ordering my ass, but you know, I yes. I don't like. I have a friend, and she watches SVU like to go to sleep, and I'm just like. How can you watch like literally every single victim on there is like a pretty white woman? I will um, never. Sometimes they're not even pretty, and you're just. I like, will never understand that. I, I, I don't get. I it. watch like you know Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like I yeah. want something to to give me a hug as right. I go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that's and I know like a lot of women do that. Like they, I know, yeah, it's very popular to just like watch like SVU like you watch it over and over again and that maybe... does seem to be the 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 um show of choice from this genre yeah. for women of my demographic yeah 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 which I just I I just don't understand it I don't get it either I've never understood that I just like I'll watch SVU because even like those episodes where it is like a woman crime victim I kind of tend to not watch them unless it's like the crime is just so like um kind of like far-fetched mm-hmm. and it's just like well i'm never you know sure yeah do that. there was definitely a big element of that on um what on the csi shows yeah. as well it'd yeah. be like we gotta you know throw this pig in an alley to see <laughs> how the bugs manifest over the course <laughs> of six days um to see how long this corpse actually you know like yeah that's that's a real thing they did. Uh, Gil Grissom was an entomologist, like that oh, was his specialty. Of course, so the, that's what you need at a, a criminal right lab facility. Right. So like all of his big focal episodes would have to do with the bugs that were on the body. <laughs> See, and you know what? I think that's another difference between like the Law and Order and like some of your kind of like other crime shows. Is like. And on Law and Order, it would be like, hey, the lab's backed up. You know? Right. <laughs> like, That's so. Whereas so CSI is like, true. they're doing experiments. It's like, you have a control. <laughs> that is so true. It's like, we have a control group over here. And we're, yes. And it's just, whereas Law and Order was just like, I'm sorry, but we just don't have the manpower right now. You're oh. going to have to wait two weeks. I have so. never thought about that, but like, there, you could not be saying a truer statement about how forensic science works <laughs> and how, if that really is how stuff is like portrayed in law and order as i would imagine um i mean we're talking about like there's a a woman in california who was just elected to senate i believe who um one of her biggest like court cases was that she uh like it managed to like pass something that they had to clear out a like backlog of rape kits oh okay I think I, I did hear about this story. and yeah. uh, they're they're saying she's I wish I could remember her name but uh, they're saying she's like a front runner for some big mm-hmm. democratic positions and it's like 
good. You know, like this is totally a reason why our justice system doesn't work Mm -hmm. and why Mm -hmm. it lets people down and why these things perpetuate themselves. And she was on the front lines, like trying to change shit. Um, that's so funny. But yeah, that, that I never thought about that where yeah. CSI is concerned. Like, not to mention that it's not like, I mean, I know that it's not like you put a thing on, you press a button, right, it yeah, works. Yeah. That's not how, I know that. But I never thought about the fact that like, no, these labs are so backlogged. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there is some magic of television on Law sure. Order where, you know, like, Time passes and they don't necessarily, we don't see them sitting around. Yeah, I mean, uh, you could get into the same conversation where like court is concerned. Right, yeah. Because the courts are backed up exactly, too. Exactly, exactly. But it's still like there is a little bit of verisimilitude in that it's not necessarily always like, oh, we have like infinite like resources and personnel and like ability and knowledge and we can create all these like. Uh, interesting situations to test all these hypotheses. It's really just like, well, I will get to it when I get to it. And that's sort of like one of the things you have to deal with. Right. In your law and order, you know, so. So true. Yeah. There's only so much that that you have to work with. Right. At the time that you take the case. Exactly. Where CSI is like, you know, first of all, everybody, like, looks fantastic. Yes. <laughs> you know, which is just like, yeah, no. <laughs> Nick Stokes and Warwick Brown work in a forensic unit. <laughs> right. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, and it's all, like, everything's, like, glass, and there's, like, shiny, like, lights everywhere. Oh, yeah, those stuff. labs would be covered in, like, samples and filth. Right. The cross yeah, and it's continu- clean. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, um, which, I mean, I'm sure most labs are probably, like, very quite clean. <laughs> just going to assume. Um, but it just, it's not... Like it's it's more flashy. Although I do, I've I've heard that it's actually been very good for like the sciences. Like that's good. Yeah. I I think like I said, there's a bit of a, a CSI effect where a jury will just take forensic evidence at face value, mm-hmm. and the attorneys uh, don't know enough about trying to discount forensic sure. evidence because they don't know enough about how. That's actually the kind of stuff that we do where I work is that we train um, mostly DUI defense mm-hmm. attorneys. Like, this is how this works. This is, if you're looking at this that they provide you with, you know, these are indications that they didn't do it right. Oh, like, interesting. Uh, so it's kind of reverse engineering, yeah, yeah. better forensics. But we also teach forensic scientists. Mm-hmm. Like, if they want to come to our classes, we would teach them the same things. You know, it's, it's not like we're, we teach in both sides of the coin. Yeah. And we're just trying to get everybody uh, up to a better um, standard. But part of the problem is that forensic labs are so backed up. Sure. And the man is just breathing down everybody's neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're rushing through stuff and they don't do things right. It's depressing. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's still like even as much realism as, you know, Law and Order has, it's still like, you know, um, yeah, it's still a fantasy. Glossified. About, a yeah, little. you know, like, you don't have, um, you know, like, detectives are going to be able to work on one case, like, all the time right. and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Like, 
have like a brilliant prosecutor who is like just willing to just like do any and everything. Sure. And politics be damned and stuff. I yeah. Mean, it's, I mean, some of those issues do come into law and order. Um, like as plot points, but as far as like the reality of like going through the justice system, I'm sure it's a lot less like neat. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Mariska Hargitay isn't like by you know at your beck and call right. every moment yeah, of the yeah. day. It's like, oh, I'm in trouble. Ice tea, where are you? Yeah, you know, it's just like I mean, if only, if only, if only. Yeah. I agree. So, um, <laughs> but I mean, it's still like you know fun to watch right yeah so. um where are some where does some do you have like uh other favorite um we've we've talked about so many but i feel like i would love to hear you speak to like the ones that really work the best uh hmm. for you and maybe like um characters and stories across the board over the years that have been like man i remember this one <laughs> Episode of Criminal Intent. Oh, God. Is that one still on the air? No, that one's not. That was like the wackadoodle one. Yeah. Um, and that was like um, more like the sort of like obvious Sherlock. Oh, obvious kind of. Sherlock. Yeah, because like if you read the Law and Order coffee table book that I've uh, brought with me, it, it, they talk about how like Sherlock wasn't in, like he apparently Dick Wolf, I think, read a lot of uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. I believe that. Yeah, but like, um, and here's the okay. So here's the thing for all you like TV nerds, um, which you probably already know. But like, Law and Order does not follow character lives. Um, it's really just about the story. So it's just the oh. sort of like it's the murder and the process. You're not getting Briscoe's like backstory. yeah. You, I mean, they have little bits and pieces here and there, but it really is not about. Like, it's not like Luther's wife, you know, right. like, getting murdered and, or whatever. Before, there weren't a lot of shows. Like, that was kind of, like, very sort of revolutionary, apparently. Interesting. But, um... It was so much more about the story. Right, exactly. Exactly, as opposed to, like, you know, what does J.R. Ewing think about it? You know, like, you know, it wasn't, like, as character-driven as previous, like, dramas. Um, But I think Law and Order Criminal Intent was sort of kind of, like, trying to get back to sort of, like, a central character. Interesting. Being, like, the focus. Like, in addition to the crime, but also, like, this personality. And the lead on that was... Vincent D'Onofrio. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. And then the girl from, apparently, I think, like, What About Bob or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah, that was, like... It was one of those things, like, at the time, like, if you're a Law & Order junkie and you just want to fix, it's good. Uh, <laughs> um, you know? Like, I you, guess that's where I'm coming from. It's like, what's the fix? What's the one that you'll, like, throw on when you're making dinner versus the one yeah. that you would, like, choose to put on? Sure. Yeah, like, that would probably be one. Like, if it's just, like, you know, it's Saturday afternoon, it's 2 o'clock, I don't feel like doing anything. Oh, Law & Order Criminal Tent is on. Okay. Right. I. I. This will do. Right. This will do. You know. Right. Um. But it's not like. I don't think it holds up as well. Uh huh. And kind of partly because it is so character driven. Uh huh. That you can't. You kind of have to know what's going on with the character. Right. And where he is. Yeah. Whereas this one, you just jump in and you're just like. Oh, okay. Like somebody got murdered and everything. It's not like oh, this is an episode where. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character feuds with his rival and stuff, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to know all these other details to kind of figure out what's going on. Um, 
And then, like I said, like SVU is sort of like, I'll watch it if it's like, just, you know, this is not going to happen. Right. <laughs> this is crazy. It's not your go-to because of content more. Yeah. Like, it's just, it can be very disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you, man. I can't fathom people so, watching that, like, before bed. No, I, I mean, although, I mean, I do watch Criminal Minds, but again, Criminal Minds has gotten so crazy that it's like the crimes, like, from a psychology perspective, are logical, mm-hmm. but they are far fetched. I see. You know, so it's just like, yeah, uh, we could we could probably find this in a DSS. This, right, but, right. You know? But this is like one in a million type. Dude. Right. I don't yeah. know if this is gonna this pathology is gonna necessarily produce this especially Result. extravagant. <laughs> like, That's so funny. Like, who has time to murder like this? Who has <laughs> time to murder like this? But, okay, but I'll tell you, like, as far as, like, ones that I remember, like, there was... <laughs> so dumb. But it was this one where the girl was killing brides in Savannah, of all places. Savannah, yeah. Georgia. Yes, like, I'm sure a, they're... A woman? Yes. Uh, wow. She was she was killing like brides because like, I guess Savannah is a hot uh, like uh, bachelorette party spot and I'm uh, sure and Georgia has excellent tax breaks. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if they filmed true. it there, but I know they, that I they mean, have Savannah a very strong. Would be pretty unmistakable. Yeah. yeah, they shoot all kinds of stuff in oh, Atlanta now. It's like that's one of the reasons uh, the Georgia governor like the uh, state legislature like was trying to draw up a similar yeah. bill to HB2 and the governor was like uh, no no yeah. no no because no. I think Disney was like well we don't have to film there and they're like George's like wait wait a second yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> don't leave yet Nikki Haley too <laughs> Nikki Haley was like no 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 we want the green money right you yeah. know we hate these people too but right, but <laughs> you know we like, aren't like Pat McCrory dumb right and yeah. backwards to like drive our film no, industry Georgia that's likes freaking money. booming into the ground. Right. Yeah. 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 We need all of the superheroes oh, here. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> like Iron Man, don't leave yet. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. Give us a second. We'll let anybody use the bathrooms. <laughs> I promise. We'll figure it out. But just don't go. Oh so, so true. So these brides in Savannah or brides to be in Savannah are getting killed. And it turns out this woman was like killing these brides because her sister's fiance was a boy she went out like on a date with when she was in eighth grade. And <laughs> it's so <laughs> Yikes. So it's like we don't just sit down and have a chat. Right. We, we start killing other ladies. Right, yeah. And then but what was so crazy was she like ends up at some point wearing a wedding dress. Of course she did. Um it is just that's what I say. It's like the crimes are so like, yeah. You know, if you if you have if you fixate on somebody, yes, that can produce like behaviors that are really like not healthy. Mm-hmm. Killing like bachelorettes, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if that's gonna be the way. That's so funny. Um, and then there was another episode, like when you said Cinderella, it made me think of this, where Doctor Reed um, had to pretend to be a prince and present. No. A, a slipper or something to uh, a girl who was killing. Um, I think she was. Why was she killing people? She she was killing guys that she was going out with um, because they weren't acting prince like. Oh my god! Yeah. So they just sent him in. 
right undercover yeah, yeah that he he had to he was like i think i know it'll work and oh my god <laughs> yeah send in the nerdy guy throw a crown on him yeah oh my god it was, it was a very crazy episode because then the other the other frustration of that episode was like there was a very nice guy who was into her and she just wasn't into him and i'm just like girl don't throw that away uh, <laughs> you're watching it like you're not even judging her for killing no. people. You're judging her for yeah. not taking this very right. nice, like, attractive man. You, you know, there's not going to be much on the inside. So you might that is so funny. So, yeah, it's like uh, Criminal Minds, which actually I think used to have probably like more solid psychology. Um as eventually. they stay on, the, everything starts to unravel as yeah. they stay on the air. Like as, the especially, I would think, a show like that where they have to think of a new thing oh, for every sure. episode. For sure. Yeah. So, so, what have you had shows that are like appointment viewing, like every week? Well, this is on now, so I have to be home at eight or whatever it is. Um, I think Law and Order used to be like that when it was on the air. Um, now everything is like in syndication, so it's really if you just wait, you just catch like it. you know, like Ion Television. Is yeah, like, you know, yes, over that, the like, air, baby. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, and I, I discovered Blue Bloods as a result of like Ion, yes. so I started watching that. And That's getting... so funny because when I first started seeing promos. I think it was for that show. It was either Blue Bloods or I f- there might have been a show literally called Rookie Blue. Oh, uh, I haven't watched that one. That has a Power Ranger in it. I'm just oh, saying. which one? Uh, the pink one. Kimberly. I think uh, that has a pink Amy one. Amy Jo Johnson? Yeah, I think that that's her name. right. Wow, I'd believe that. I'd believe that's where her her career <laughs> like, rounded out to. That yeah, tracks. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, whenever I saw promos for that show, uh, I was like, are they just... Are they never going to have a fifth season? Like, <laughs> those characters aren't rookies anymore if this show stays on. This is a real, this is a real, like, you know, down on yourself way to enter into making television, <laughs> making a show about rookies. They just rotate the cast. But, I mean, again, getting back to Law & Order, like, that's another thing that Law & Order does very well is that you can take somebody out and sure. the show still goes because it's not about the character. So you don't care. I mean, you care. Cause uh, I, like you said, you have your favorite, you know, characters yeah. and, and actors and stuff. But, um, I mean, you know, but it doesn't matter for the, the actual like substance of the show. Right. It's the structure of the show is more important than like, I don't want to say the parts, but I guess it kind of is. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, before we get too much farther, I want to bring up uh, a very <laughs> important person. We've we've thrown around the name Sherlock a few times. Um, I just want to ask you how you feel about uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he is amazing. Um, yeah, he has a weird sexy otter face he does yeah and like i've always said he looks like england and martian manhunter had a baby <laughs> um but it worked out i mean <laughs> england and martian manhunter but i mean i like martian manhunter it's cool um but okay so when we were talking about this earlier because there are two sherlock procedurals on tv right now right an american one and the british one with benedict cumberbatch 
um, who is actually like, you know, he gets a lot of sort of like, oh, he's this like sexy British dude. He's actually like a good actor. So he's, he's actually a great actor. Yeah. To me, that lends to his attractiveness. Right. Yeah. And I feel like anyone who. I think there was a bit about that when he hosted Saturday Night Live. I was going to say, I'm sure you saw it. Of course I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. You got to, you know, fangirls got to fangirl. Support. Yeah, support. Make people feel welcome in this country. I thought he did great. Make people feel welcome. I thought he did great. And I think that sketch was so funny. I thought it, especially Beck Bennett's great at playing that straight man. Like, I don't get this. You know? So seeing him lose it over yeah. all the women being like, oh, my God, I better take over. I think there's totally a level of his attraction that is his actual talent. Oh, yeah. He's a, yeah. a wonderfully talented actor. Yeah. I don't think very many people could pull off the kinds of things that he does on and Sherlock. He, and he does a range of things. You yes. Know, like, because, um, I mean, he can do, like, Sherlock, but then he can also, you know, be a dragon. Or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, honestly, I don't really, if I'm being honest, I don't know much about his acting, acting. I, I will but. say, I I think I had watched some, some of Sherlock um, before I saw um, Star Trek Beyond. Is that what the one was oh, called gosh. that he was in? Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. That's, I try not to. Do you not like the new Star Treks? No, I'm. I do not like the Abrams verse. Um, Ooh, at all? Do you like um, Force Awakens? Um, I don't really like Star Wars. Okay, so I don't. All right. Yeah, I thought f- I I I don't care about either of those franchises really. I I go into them going like I'm going to watch mm-hmm. a it, in a similar way that I go into like the Marvel movies. Yeah. I, I don't I don't feel any like I don't feel like they have to like prove to me that they can do <laughs> this material yeah. or anything. Um, but I will say uh, I've enjoyed the all of the above i really uh, uh, i should clarify i loved the force awakens sure i think it's i think it's wonderful um and the star treks it's been like yeah it's a blockbuster movie yeah I, i'm not trying to like talk you into no, no 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 when i saw star trek beyond that's the most recent one some are you thinking of star trek in, uh, into darkness yeah, into darkness. yes into yeah. darkness thank you i didn't think beyond was right no that uh was- I saw the most recent one too, and I was like, "Oh, okay, again then." You know, sure, like, yeah, eh, yeah. Eh. Um, but when I saw Into Darkness, where he plays the yeah con character, oh, you hate it so See, much. It's not so much that I hate like what he did because he actually he was very good. Like, sure. and that's the thing that I think is very interesting about him because he will do like you know all that important you know, like theater yeah. kind of stuff, but then he will fully commit to something. He brings it. Like, yeah. A little so more absurd. Yeah. Exactly. So you're going to get like a really solid con. Totally. The problem that I have with that is that you are having a white person play what should have been an Indian character. Sure. And I didn't even see, I didn't see Wrath of Khan until after I saw Into Darkness. Okay. So I didn't even have the context. For, I'm part of yeah. the problem is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I, mean, I didn't even think about that though. It is like, That's a really good point. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of like the issue that I have with this um, sort of like version of Star Trek is that the original Star Trek is for its time like very progressive like it's not perfect right but it's actually very progressive mm-hmm. for its time whereas this star trek feels like it's actually stepping back like it's not going further i mean into darkness i think is the one where like 
some of the only like women that we see are being objectified. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, you know, the original series had like women in like the shortest of skirts. It was basically a shirt. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. But I mean, almost literally. Yeah. Yeah. But the first season of Next Generation, men actually wore those same kind of uniforms. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Totally. The scant. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's just sort of like, Every Star Trek should go further than the previous one. Yeah. Whereas this one went backwards. That's totally fair. Yeah. That's really, really fair. And, and I, I didn't even like consider that. And uh um I think that's one of the reasons that I got so like emotionally tied to uh, something like Force Awakens mm. because I was just like, Oh my god, the little girls mm. and the little black boys yeah. are gonna be yeah. watching oh, John this. Boyega, yeah. Oh, John Boyega, exactly. So lovely. um Oh, just beautiful. Yeah. And and so much fun to watch. Um, but uh all I was gonna say, the only reason I bring this up mm-hmm. is for some reason when I saw Into Darkness, I was like like I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it and just say horny for Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. No, like it's... him playing like a hard villain. Sure. Oh my god. No, he's he's very intense. Like I said, he brings it. So you're not getting like, you know, oh, this is my paycheck performance. Right. It's just sort of like I am embodying this character. And that's I think that it was such a waste because you could have created a new villain. Yes. Um and th- I think there were other characters in the Star Trek universe that he could have played that um wouldn't uh, would, have been like whitewashing this right, iconic character. Yeah. So it's just like it's one of those things it's like, yeah, I enjoy the performance, but at the same time, as a person of color, I'm watching this and I'm like y- you can't tell me that you can't find an attractive Indian actor. That's totally valid. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, and don't tell me it's money. Right. Because like Bollywood is like I mean, oh they're doing God. gangbusters. Yeah, so yeah. you just open it in India and you're like making your money back. That's so, so true. It's yeah. really one of those things where it's just like, I get it. You want to cast Benedict Cumberbatch in something. I agree that you should. Right. But as far as like Create this a new particular villain. story Make it goes, a different one. Yeah. Like it, it just seemed like a missed opportunity. So and totally, honestly, totally valid. Like that's that seems to be a common theme with Benedict Cumberbatch. Where it's like he's this really great actor, but he just ends up in like problematic shit. Mm, so it's like bummer. I haven't seen Doctor Strange because it's just like oh. I, I actually wanna... thought about that when we yeah. were talking about Khan, because uh, they did the same thing essentially, uh, and I did see it, and it was a bummer. You know, like I understand uh, the their thought processes, but it doesn't mean that I agree with. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And from what I heard, it's it's an amazing movie. Um, and it's like impressive that Marvel continues to sort of like turn out. These, it is good. You know. I mean, I I have I'm way my interest in Marvel films is waning. Yeah. When I saw Star Trek Beyond, it was because my significant other mm-hmm. wanted to see it. I wasn't like you know opening day. Let me knock down sure. the doors. Like <laughs> my interest in a lot of these things is waning because there's yeah. just so much of them and they're only so good. Right. Yeah. I'm excited for Black Panther. That. Oh like, hell that's yeah. That's gonna be like that cast. Yeah, I mean, and it just gets better with every announcement. Nuts. (laughs) You're like, this is going to be the blackest thing to happen. That cast is nuts. I love it. Yeah, so Uh, I'm excited for that. But um, And it's um, uh, 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 Coogler, too, right? Ryan Coogler? 
Yeah, I've never seen any of his movies. Really? Because they all look like important films, and I don't watch them. Fruitvale <laughs> Station is definitely fits that bill. Yeah. It's like, that's a hard one. Uh, it took me a while to watch it, even from my perspective, uh, but it is a phenomenal movie. You got to watch Creed. It's just fun. It's just a fun boxing movie. I hear it's good, but it just looked like, it looked important. And like I said, I don't watch important films. I don't think it's as, I might get grief for saying this because people lost their minds over Creed. I think it's a great movie and I don't want to take anything away from it. But I don't, it's just a boxing movie. It's if if you movie. assure me that it's just a boxing movie, I'm not going to be wrecked by the end of it. Then that's how I feel. Okay. Like I, I gave it some. I'm a movie crier, and I gave it some of my tears, okay. but I wasn't wrecked. Right. I, I thought it was just a nice boxing film, and it was nice to see, you know, this new story, uh, or or like a continuation of an old story. Um, Fruitvale Station. I, yeah, I can't say that about. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. that's an important film. Well, uh, I got Showtime for free for six months. I'll see if it's yeah. like on there. Hell yeah, so. check out check out where Creed is. Yeah. Um, but I and I also just I think that Ryan Coogler is going to be making movies for a long time, and that's oh, exciting. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've heard good things. Yeah. Um. Oh, so but like Sherlock. Okay. Is yeah. great. It is. It is great. In that it's a you very can good, give it critical. Yeah, because I have some criticals too. Okay, so it's it's a very good vehicle for Benedict Cumberbatch uh-huh. and um, Martin Freeman and stuff. I love Martin Freeman. Yeah, I mean he's he's adorable and yes. again another person who's very like good at their job. Yes. As far as being a good crime, crime procedural, it is not. Interesting. It, no, it's not. The American. Sherlock Elementary is the far superior. Wow! Yes, shots it, it fired. Win, it wins in like so many categories because um, I feel like Sherlock, the British version, is really about the relationship between Sherlock and Watson and their sort of like friendship drama. Absolutely, positively. Yeah. I mean, like I told you, I just watched season three, episode three, and there's a character who uh, he refer he's like the king of blackmail, mm-hmm. and he refers to people's pressure points quote unquote and Sherlock's is Watson right yeah. and and because of that relationship it comp that's what that whole yeah. episode is that's what that whole season is based around right yeah it seems like it's is that and it's kind of like a fantasy of like if I were an attractive smart man what would I do like, I would so treat everybody funny. around me like shit awesome. yes for so, sure like, he's a total Oh, he's yeah. a, a sociopath. Right. Is it hot? Of course. But <laughs> it's so hot. I mean, it's hard to watch that show because I'm like, am I more attracted to Benedict Cumberbatch or am I more attracted to Martin Freeman? <laughs> yeah, Martin Freeman is actually like, I never thought of him like as sort of like, oh, he's in play. Mm-hmm. But ah! it's like, <laughs> he could get it. Yeah, but it's just because I think of him as a hobbit and then it's just like, oh, Oh, okay, I get it now. Yes. Martin Freeman. Okay. Yes. But yeah, so it's really like that Sherlock is about just like them like kind of like breaking up and getting back together. That's so true. Yeah. Whereas Elementary, which has like far more diversity in its cast and it's a very sort of like easy diversity. It doesn't feel like, oh, 
we need a Negro. You know, it's just like sure. it, his the world that he inhabits is diverse because the world that we inhabit is, is diverse. diverse. Cool. So well, is like, it set in it's set the in New UK? York? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I, that I mean that probably well I mean no London is actually pretty diverse. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like so there. But that would be a thing that would make you go like, oh well, I guess. But like. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just sort of like, oh, well, this is kind of like, this is what my life looks like. Right. So it's good for that. that there are actual mysteries. I mean, I, I do think like both uh, shows aren't necessarily like as into sort of like the deductive reasoning as sort of, um, it's more like a ta-da as opposed to like here's how deductive reasoning work and both, do you think both shows are guilty yeah, of that yeah I think you it's said? a lot like you know cause Sherlock it, certainly is it's like yeah. oh the oh I don't want to do a spoiler alert but yeah the the um mind prison or right, whatever yeah, it is yeah, you know I mean it looks very cool I would I would say that Sherlock is definitely one of the more visually inventive shows on yeah. TV, particularly how they show like a thought process. Yes. Like that's actually like really impressive. Totally agree. But as far as just sort of like, you know, here is a crime. What is the process of figuring out who did that crime? That pr- the process is immaterial. That doesn't. To like no. them having like a spat about something or their interpersonal dynamics. Sure. It's a little bit better on elementary. Um, and I honestly think that the the better episodes of Sherlock are better at that. Yeah. Like the wedding episode is like, you kind of do get to see the pieces and how he puts them into place. And that's the best episode of that season. It's satisfying. It's satisfying. Yeah. You know, where it's like, other times you're just like, well, oh, this is, I basically just watch Friends, you know? That is so (laughs) funny. That's so funny. That's really interesting. There's so much truth to that. As someone like ruined Sherlock. No, no. I think there's. I. I don't think anyone is out here. You know, decrying that Sherlock is like a perfect example of a crime procedural. But for you, um, even though there is, uh, like there is a a beginning, middle, end to Mm -hmm. each episode, but it is also like. Each one of those three episodes for each season is a beginning, middle, end. Right. At least it has been thus far. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least through season three. I shouldn't say thus far because I haven't seen the rest. It's totally watchable. I mean, I feel like I watch Sherlock to watch Benedict Cumberbatch do things like in, you know, Uh space and time. Uh Like that's what I'm watching it for. Uh And like, you know, Stephen Moffat is a very... Um, he's a good writer. Like he, he, well, he's a great writer actually. Like he's he's one of my favorite writers. I don't like how he writes women, um, but yeah, he, I was like surprised to hear you say that he's one of your favorite writers no, because he's, he's a he's beautiful like, writer. Can be pretty problematic when it comes to women. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, I was telling somebody this today because I was talking about we were going to talk about this on your show. Sure, and it's just like, um, yeah, all of his women are either in love with the protagonist, hopelessly so, or they're spies. And it's just, you wonder. And it's like kind of sometimes both, right? apparently. <laughs> yeah. That was something that I just uh, found out. But. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know what woman did this to you, Stephen Moffat. Sure. But it's just like something happened. And didn't he also, isn't the first uh, episode of this third season kind of supposed to be like Sherlock becomes like kind of a surrogate for Stephen Moffat because he's like getting all these like, Attacks oh, on social media and stuff. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing. Like Stephen Moffat, I don't, I don't think he's a fan of fanfic, 
and like slash trick and shipping and things like that and um it's like leave it to the professionals right yeah you know blah he's he's (laughs) let people like your show right i mean and this is sort of like how television works now that you have like it exists outside of um what happens yes. in the hour, hour and a half that I think you give us. So that has so much to do with like why there is this rise in like nerd culture mm-hmm. and in all these properties yeah. is because these people love going to them and talking about what's gonna sure. be in them yeah. and watching the trailer over and over again and and you know uh, uh talking about like who that one lady that's in um uh uh Captain America uh, Civil War, the one who like works for Black Panther, who's like standing in the <gasps> oh way of the my car, gosh. and she's like, "If you don't move, I'm gonna make you or something." She was amazing. That's what I'm saying. It's like what? Yeah, it's like you, uh, you a woman watching that, um, or like a person of color, especially like anyone who uh, sees that as a, a reflection of them, gets to go like, "Oh my God, yeah. who do you think that woman right. is?" Yeah, you know? yeah, no, it, it's totally fun to. I think it is fun to sort of like they talked about that on the read I think that's why oh, okay. it like yeah, stuck yeah. in my head uh, I don't think I've heard that episode yet so mm-hmm. I have to listen to that but mm-hmm. I mean like you know as somebody who you know who likes Star Trek and stuff like I understand um, like I the the joys of fandom and stuff like I, I don't necessarily like do fanfic and things like that sure. but I, I understand like you yeah. know how much fun it can be in, in some people don't appreciate that or yeah. don't think I guess they, they feel like it's kind of like maybe selling their work or something it's like, like that or it's they're the reason that you have success Stephen Moffat yeah yeah like, shut up <laughs> yeah if nerds didn't exist Doctor Who wouldn't still wouldn't have been on the air for as long as it was in the first right. place and yeah. it would never have come back oh my gosh like yeah. come on yeah Ugh, blah he is a nerd. Like, <laughs> he is a fan of stuff. That's why he has a job. Yeah, I mean, like, you could, well, I don't want to say that, but it's, I, I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that later. Yeah, um, yeah. We can do it off mic. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if, you know, in closing, <laughs> like, elementary is the superior Sherlock That's procedural. really, really it's interesting. Just, it just is. I mean, cause, because it's actually a procedural and they actually like solve crimes and clues and stuff. And you do get a little bit of like of the sort of interpersonal kind of drama, mm-hmm. but um, it is a lot more about the crime and the solving. And, yeah. And which is like what, what you go to Sherlock for. Right. You know, yeah. in the end, not, not the show Sherlock, but Sherlock right. Holmes. Yeah, Arthur yeah. Conan Doyle's exactly. Sherlock Holmes exactly. was like, you know, I loved reading Encyclopedia Brown when mm-hmm. I was a kid because you could try to figure, it gave you yeah. the clues. Like yeah. you could try to figure it out on your own. And then once he brought it, you were like, oh my God. Like, and that's, sure. that's part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm totally with you. That's not, something that you can do with most episodes of Sherlock. No. No, there is just sort of like, oh, here's the case and then some stuff happens, people say clever things and yeah. it's just like, oh, it was that guy the entire time I knew Sherlock's like, a big asshole right, the whole time. Yeah, like yeah. forty five minutes of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, yeah. 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 So but I mean, like like I said, it's it's fun to watch and it, it, it's very well done. It is entertaining, if nothing else. Absolutely. Uh, to the point where I think some of the entertainment undermines the quality of the mm. show. 
in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. yeah. It has like a, a little bit of the Game of Thrones effect where mm. it's like, oh, we don't know how to throw a good twist in here. So somebody's going to get right. murdered. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like, or we're going to tell you that they're murdered, but they're yeah. not. You know, like, and I just, I it's can't, bad. right. I just like can't abide by that. Yeah. And I don't think that's good writing. Yeah. Well, again, Law and Order. Bum, it's bum. Just, yeah <laughs> it's just i mean it's a story and i think that's like i, I like stories and i think um, this beautifully dovetails into my last question which is uh how do you feel like your love of crime procedurals uh influences you creatively and uh you can also speak to how it influences like your life in general but um I don't think it influences my life in general, but I do think, like I said, I, I like very straightforward stories. Like I don't like when I do writing, I don't necessarily do very complicated things. Like I'd rather like something very simple that is perhaps take it to another, like a, the next level or sure. is an interesting sort of like, Oh, and then let's add this. Sure. And I think like, you know, a lot like order. say a story like Lucy and Desi, <laughs> but we swap their roles <laughs> yeah, no. you laugh but it's like, i know yeah. i know i laugh i laugh because there's truth in comedy and i love that <laughs> i was able to like be a part of something like that oh, yeah. with you yeah. uh um because that is exactly that yeah. exemplifies what you're speaking to i think yeah like i don't do like really sort of like crazy you know all these like moving parts and bits and pieces and things like that. I, I really just sort of like, you know, a simple motivation, a simple problem to be solved. Um, kind of like a simple story, but heightened. Right. Basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's totally what I'm drawn to yeah. in film and, and in stage productions and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I love it's part of the reason I can't get into like fantasy as much mm-hmm. I feel like it's so like long and yeah. world buildy but I love like you know give me like a Juno mm-hmm. all day. I love it yeah. like that's it's just this story about this one girl who got pregnant and it sucked and she yeah. had to figure out how to make amends with it you know like totally and the heightening aspect is that they all talk real snappy because <laughs> Diablo Cody wrote it. Right. Like, who yeah. cares? Some people talk like that. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's fun to watch. And it's like, I don't want to say it's relatable, but it, it this is going to sound quite like it's easy. You know, you can sort of like enjoy it without feeling like, oh, I have to be doing all these extra things in order to get something from this story. Yes. It's really just like, oh, I, I understand what this is. I understand why this character is doing That's this. That's totally the draw of shows like yeah, this. Yeah, um, it's really just sort of Because people don't want... Straightforward. Pe- you know, people's lives are challenging. Yeah. Life is hard, but sometimes the TV that you want to throw on doesn't have to be. Yeah, which is, you know like i watch auntie old people television because it is like i mean it is very like comforting and it's like i can be into it without having to like be really sort of like my entire brain is yeah like you can watch every third episode of westworld but not all of them (laughs) seriously pro tip guys you really don't have to watch every episode of westworld (laughs) you can watch every third episode and you will be fine that's so funny i believe you the previously on westworld is usually very um (laughs) 
they'll give informative. you like, the, like if we were building a puzzle you know they're making the border for you right. in the previously yeah, you're just world. Like, oh did that oh yeah. okay that's hysterical <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> man i i relate to that really hard yeah yeah for sure i mean i i think that's one of the things that i like about comedy is it like comedy on television is very rarely a through line, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I think some of the best comedy has a a balance of both. Sure. Uh, and I think that we've, you know, from what we've discussed where these uh, crime shows are concerned, like an elementary, it's like, it's a little bit of a, a little of the chocolate and a little bit of the peanut butter. (laughs) Um, I, I was I was gonna ask this earlier and uh, I don't know if you'll be able to speak to it and I, I probably shouldn't have waited until last to reopen the door because he gave a, a beautiful response to that uh, how do you think this influences you creatively question but do you what's the like do you know much about the writing process of shows like this no I don't know anything at all I'd, I'd be really interested in in like you know how do they we say rip from the headlines yeah. and that's how they promote the show but uh you know these people can't be like <laughs> law professors you know or they're, can they they're tv writers <laughs> i mean that's a show that's a sh- uh, a law professor going to write for a crime <laughs> procedural well i mean this is not exactly that but it's like uh like dr phil was basically like that's interesting know, a trial yeah. consultant and yeah. then he became dr phil and huh and stuff and um, kept corrupting us all yeah it's, uh, <laughs> yeah they uh, keep, yeah they well i was gonna say like no never mind we'll talk about that later okay so. have you read this bad boy cover to cover you know what it's funny because this is um for those of you at home who can't see this lovely prop although um if you live near barnes and noble which is where i got this from uh you know get down there tomorrow <laughs> 8 a.m uh, <laughs> we might all be gone after this it's a beautiful uh but this is all crime scenes oh. but i skipped i skipped the crime scene part and this actually does have some stuff about the process in it cool that i skimmed last night and i was like i don't care about that i just want to read about really funny um like the back has character kind of biographies oh, from fun. all of the uh seasons up until um what's her face she was like the worst one too um oh no elizabeth rom Mm. and i i I apologize to elizabeth rom if you're listening to this but she never just were not a good fit on that show um i'll just say you were wasted elizabeth rom how about that there you go turn that frown into a positive so um so yeah so it's up to uh her and i believe there were two additional ladies Afterwards, so I just I just really like reading. So it's just kind of like a compendium of yes. characters. That's really cool, and a little bit about like how they're developed and stuff. Apparently, Dick Wolf, oh. um, yeah, yes, Um he is very careful with the names that he chooses for the characters, like their friends and family. Uh, yeah, so it's not just like you know Donald, Captain Donald Cragen. There is a Donald in his life. That means something. Oh, he like pulled. Well. Oh, yeah. wow! I so. actually kind of love that. Yeah, my uh, boyfriend does that too, and he oh, chooses really? character names. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um, 
it's very sweet to read. Oh. I, I, it's not like I've like read him name a character mm-hmm. Mary Beth or something, but he'll like <laughs> his. They're all Mary Beth. Yeah, ugh, that would be disgusting. <laughs> um, but like his uh, protagonists are always like amalgamations of like his friends' names, Aww. and I think it's so sweet. That's very sweet. Um, do you find yourself doing little things like that when you write, like taking notes from Dick Wolf? <laughs> <laughs> um, probably not consciously, but I'm but, sure that yeah. Um, because I do like that type of storytelling. I'm sure that I do. I so. bet you're right. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for doing this with me. Oh, no. Thank you for having me. It was a joy. Can I say, like, two more very quick things? Please. Okay. Please. So, um, if you do like Law & Order, I would highly recommend Googling. Um, you Google AV Club Sam Waterston Law & Order. Okay. This this was an amazing thing. Seriously, if you are a Law & Order fan, this will be the best thing you've ever seen. I usually seen. ask if there's anything else you'd be remiss if you didn't mention, and yeah. I didn't do that. And, of course, it's, like, the time that you had yeah. something that you wanted no, to share. No, I was in. thinking when I was when we were talking about this, this is the first thing that came to my head. Flippin', AV Club, Sam Watterson. Yeah, so there was an article about Sam Watterson. I can't remember what it was. But the comments become an episode of Law & Order. <gasps> it is amazing. It is, like, seriously. <laughs> How, so someone just like started commenting like right the, yeah the voiceover like, from the beginning like, detective lenny briscoe and he makes a sardonic remark and then it it goes through the trial like they go to the medical examiner it's oh like, my it God. is an amazing piece of internet like beauty happening yeah it's amazing i love it so please if you, if you are a law and order fan look that up have that be in your life when i am sad i go and look oh, at that because it's just that. so beautiful and perfect i love that um okay so and then the other thing i would mention um is the tommy westfall um hypothesis which encompasses the law and order universe so it's the idea that everything on television happens in the same universe oh uh, and uh, part of the reason, like, like every show is connected to each other. And it's like the the end of St. Elsewhere, there's a kid and a, it's all a dream or whatever. Right. Sorry if you have not finished watching, binge watching St. Elsewhere. But it, it's like the idea that this all happened to a kid in his mind. But these characters go on to other shows. They they go on other shows, particularly Detective John Munch, who has been on like twenty other shows. Oh my god! So that connects every television show, almost ever, because it's like in addition because to like this is like the through line for everything. right. So in addition to like Law and Order and all the Dick Wolf shows, it actually connects to Star Trek. It actually connects to Doctor Who. It connects to like Cheers and Thirty Rock. So basically, all of TV happens in the same universe. I am so intrigued by both of these. <laughs> so I am I'm, so glad that you were like, can I please get yeah. these in here? I was like, if we're going to talk about Law and Order, we have to talk about these two things, even if it's just in passing. But like, look them both up. I'll link them in the notes too. They will so blow like, your mind. If you're listening to this on a, a browser especially. But I think you can you can link this stuff like in iTunes or whatever too. Yeah. Um, but now I'll I will the notes. be quiet. <laughs> no. So that you can all go and watch Law and Order, which I do believe is on Ion Television, as of like case. right now. Yeah, I think <laughs> and if not, it's on Telemundo. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. This, this was, was fun. So much fun. Uh, it, you've made me want to go. Actually, go check out some episodes of Elementary. Just see how that's it's so good. Okay, it is so good. That's encouraging. You'll be pleasantly surprised. I think. All so. right. Uh, Aisha, I love you and I mean it. Oh, I love you too. Yay.
Yay, Mutual Admiration Society. Yay! <laughs> Baby, how you feeling? This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.